podcast is copyrighted by Unified Christian Media and is for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this podcast including pictures, descriptions, or accounts of the content of this broadcast without consent is strictly prohibited. Welcome to the Unified Christian Podcast, where two men, with two ethnic backgrounds, two walks of life, and two different relationships with Jesus Christ, share their thoughts and opinions on Christian views to ultimately find one truth, making us unified. Now here are your hosts Jason Twyman and Rufus Wilson. All right, we are live in the Unified Christian Podcast Studio. Uh, I am your host, Jason Twyman, along with my great compadre, Rufus Wilson, and we are here live and for another episode of the Unified Christian Podcast, and we're so excited for today. Uh, we, after a short break, you know, yeah. life has gotten in the way, and uh, but we're back and for another great episode today, and today's topic is going to be the truth. Mm. The truth will set you free. Sure will. And that's our topic uh, for today. And we're going to dig into that and dig into what the real truth is. Yeah, uh, sure. I think uh, the truth in the world today can a lot of time has been watered down, has been manipulated and has uh, created a environment that is, you know, the truth is what you want it to be instead of what it really is. Absolutely. And I think that's something that we're going to dig into and really talk about as everyday Christians, how we can really filter through all the crap and you got to sift it out and you got to get it out <laughs> and uh, really just focus on what really matters. Yeah. Uh, and that, that is the truth and it will set us free. So yeah, man. Excited for that. But before we get to that, uh, we always like to start off our podcast with some fun. And I think it is in a long time coming. Long time coming. But we should have a not-so-sponsor. We absolutely do. Today's not-so-sponsor is brought to you by... Well, first, let me get in there. Let me ask you a few questions. Are you somebody who has an issue with kids playing on your lawn? Kids playing outside? Being loud? Even though you just talked to your neighbors about how kids should be outside, then they come outside, and you got a problem with it? company reached out to me www.mindyourbusiness.org mindyourbusiness.org where one of their esteemed specialists will talk to you and guide you through some of your issues oh good you have an issue with your neighbor having a barbecue you call the police on them because you're trying to sleep at 2 p.m and nobody else in the world sleeps at 2 p.m except for you www.mindyourbusiness.org and one of those specialists will come Talk to you and let you know that, hey, a next door barbecue is okay. They'll say, take a covered dish next door, not potato salad, because everybody don't need everybody's potato salad. <laughs> Go next door, shake a few hands, learn to do the electric slide, <laughs> and understand that you are the only person that sleeps at 2 p.m. <laughs> www.mindyourbusiness.org. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think that was probably go- I got to run for the best one yet. Wow. <laughs> It's needed, man. <laughs> I love the kids on the lawn part. <laughs> People fuck. You know, they say 
These kids need to go outside and play. And then they go outside and you complain and call the police on them. Yeah, that's crazy. Who sleeps at 2 p.m.? And why you call? Go next door. Everybody's got to have a nap, man. Go next door, knock on that door and say, hey, neighbor, <laughs> get you some chicken and, and meet your neighbors, man. Stop acting like that. Oh, that's but the funny. company will help you. www.mindyourbusiness.org. Damn. Also, if you act, I've been told this too. You act now, they'll refer you. If the if, if, with this, they'll refer you. If you act now, you act now. You set up a monthly subscription. Now this is only with the monthly subscription. They'll refer you to another specialist that will hand you a slap of truth for today's episode. Uh, is it a slap or a slap? It's a slap. <laughs> a slap across your face. Across your nosy face. Because if you sign up for the monthly subscriptions, then you really got a problem. And you need the Jackson 5 across your eyes. The Jackson 5. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. The Jackson 5. That, that. You need the Jackson 5 across your eyes. <laughs> Nothing says truth. Oh, my goodness. Like a palm sandwich. Like a palm sandwich. Nothing to wake you up into the truth like that. Oh, man. You just, yeah. I got a few of those. Oh, from man. my mom when I was a kid. You can't man. do that no more. No. You can't, can't do it no more. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. Kids, going being on a more serious note, kids really do need to be outside and playing more. Like, but man, get off the video you know, games. Get off YouTube. Go out and socialize and, you know, live your life. Go dig in the dirt. I mean, it's okay. My Ashley always complains about Kaysen. Every time he goes out and he plays, he comes and he stinks. He's right? supposed to. Go get dirty. Stink. I know, man. Just That's let, a good time. Yeah, just let him go. You know, he's a kid. He comes in, he showers. He's fine. But I'd much rather him be doing that than sitting down losing yeah. his mind in the world on the internet. And where I have no idea what somebody is putting into that kid's right. mind. And You know, not to give too much of, I don't want to embarrass him too much, but RJ, you know, he's 13 now. And he's kind of hit that age where, you know, he's transitioning into young manhood. And so we taught him how to use Amazon. Said, if you see anything on Amazon, you can hit this share button mm. and send it to us. We can see it. And if we feel like, you know, you've done good, we'll hook you up. You know what I mean? I, my kids are straight A students. I don't have an issue buying them things. They've earned it, whatever. But we were trying to decipher, my wife and I were trying to decipher, you know, hey, are we, are we maybe pushing him to be too much of a teenager? All the stuff that he sent us from Amazon was basically toys. Toys. It was basically toys, like these little balls that you lay in the bed and they stick to the ceiling. They glow in the dark and they'll drop back down. <laughs> it was these little, them little. Uh, you ever seen the, the the spinner things that battle? In the, yeah. It was basically toys. So I'm like, oh man, this dude is still a kid. Wow. And he spent the he spent the you know the night at his grandparents' house and he's just like playing in the dirt and it, he's still a kid. He's 13 and he still wants to. I'm not gonna touch that. No man, let him be kids. Yeah, it'll be a kid. They only be a kid once, and if they grow up too fast, or if they're forced to grow up too fast, man, it, you regret it. They, they're gonna regret it later. You're gonna regret it as a parent. Oh, for sure. But yeah, they, my son's into the same things. So like he constantly, I asked, you know, the Beyblades. That's what they call. Yeah, the Beyblades. Well, yeah. yeah, he's into that. It was so funny. I took him yesterday, and we were out just uh, just out looking around. I had to take him to go get his haircut because he looked like our shaggy dog it's getting way too long but uh it took him out and just some dad son time and i you know it's been 
a little bit with, like I said, life's been crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah with yeah. everything going on. So I wanted to spend some time, make a deliberate effort to spend some time with him. And we went out to this place uh, to the Peddler's Market. Oh. It's up in Lebanon. And it was funny because I'd never been in there before. Originally, I was taking him to Vance Outdoors because mm-hmm. up there, we, he's getting old enough. You know, it's like, yeah, we'll buy him a BB gun. You oh, know, yeah. Eventually. Sling shots. It's ready for daytime. Yeah, he's time. he's time to take time yeah. to get him into that stuff uh, and teach him some discipline and stuff like that with that. So, uh, but we stopped at the Peddler's Market while we are in there. And this is a place, this is a really neat place. Uh, I'm not promoting them by any means, but if you do live in the Cincinnati area, it's pretty cool to go check it out. But it's literally a flea market inside a building, but people aren't, there's booths, but they're not manned. It's really interesting. Like people, you walk through and there's all these booths that have all this stuff that's for sale, but nobody mans it. There's no negotiating. It's literally, you just walk in, you find what you want, you put it in a cart, just like you would at Walmart. Right. Go down to the front register and pay pay for for it. it. Yeah, it's really interesting. Oh, not bad. Yeah. But we found he's really big into Pokemon cards. And oh my god, found, I got those everywhere in my house. Oh man, we found all these like I don't know if they were Japanese or Chinese, but they were all like definitely not Americanized mm. uh, Pokemon cards. And we were looking at them, and they're supposed to evidently have five to a pack. When we opened, she opened this glass case like it was like special or something like that, and come to find out, it had one card in. And I'm like. Oh, I think these it's are a peddler's market. <laughs> yeah, I think these are ripoffs. <laughs> That's the pedal part. <laughs> yeah, so, but it was pretty cool. And and but going back to what we were talking about, you know, it's just like you said, you don't want them to grow up too fast. You want them, you know, let them do it in their time. Yeah, but, for sure. You know, we start baby steps. You know, getting them to wear deodorant and, and oh yeah, start putting on. You gotta you gotta double swipe it, man. Yeah, the Axe body spray and stuff like that. Double swipe so, the armpits. If there's any young fellas out here watching this that's gonna see this later, swipe them pits, man. <laughs> swipe them. Pits. Don't put your don't put your arm around some young lady and your underarm smelling like Oscar the Grouch. Oh man, if they're dripping on her, who? Swipe them things, man. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Save you some heartache in the future. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, today again we are talking about the truth, and the truth will set you free. And we're going to dig into this topic and really excited about where this conversation goes and uh, really excited about some testimony to share with that uh, and really just talk about it. And if you guys have comments, uh, we are live streaming this. Uh, We do this every time we do our podcast, but we are live streaming on YouTube and on Facebook and on Twitch. And you're more than welcome to join us. Leave us your comments before and after the show. We always take the time Mm -hmm. to uh, spend some time with our, our listeners and followers and uh, look forward to hearing back from you guys. So take that opportunity, uh, join us whenever we do our podcast, Uh, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, all that good stuff. So all that. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about it, man. So, the truth will set you free and great topic because in the Bible, the word truth has got to be used at least 150 times. Yeah. At least I didn't count. Uh, but there is m- so much material and so much of God's word that is focused on the word truth. And uh, the book of John is a great reference to that. Uh, it speaks a lot to truth in every in multiple verses and uh just really want to focus um around the topic of the truth and how uh, 
everyday Christians, you know, what we hear, what yeah. we take in, what we receive into our, our minds is not always necessarily the truth. And right. I think this is something that I struggle with daily is filtering out the crap of whether it's propaganda or manipulation or partial truth, not all partial truths, mm -hmm. and just really filtering through it and doing, they're taking the time to do the research, I guess, to understand really what is being said. Because we've talked about this before, there's power in words and in what you take into your body and what you, what you believe, it can shape your mind, your thinking, a lot of things like that. And you wanna make sure that as Christians that we are laying a foundation and, and building things in our lives that are actually founded on right. God's word, which is ultimately mm -hmm. the truth. Well, in the Bible, it also tells us that life and death is in the power of the tongue. Mm -hmm. So if you're not speaking that truth, then what are you doing? Also, uh, it, it's even with filtering that out, I think with believers, the biggest thing is what are we willing to accept as the truth to, you know, sometimes with, as believers, you know, when you live in a worldly life, when you live in a, a, a life in peril, lies don't affect you as much. You know, we can, when you're in the world, anything sounds good. When you're in the world, for some odd reason, all of it sounds good. Fornication, all of those bad things that you're not supposed to do, fornication, drugs, uh, uh, alcoholism, all of that stuff, you can be told a million times it's bad. Mm -hmm. And it, it, for some reason, you need to be rehabbed. But as a believer in church, you can hear all the truths and see it, understand it and believe it and dismiss it. Mm -hmm. And you still have to be rehabbed in the Bible. So are we not accepting this truth or is it hard? Is it a hard pill to swallow? And that's a great question. And I think before we proceed forward and deeper in this conversation, let's, let's actually dig into what truth actually means. And I'm going to reference the Webster dictionary, uh, for now, because obviously we know that the Bible is ultimately the truth. Mm -hmm. It is the guide, the way, the truth of life. And, uh, but it's important. I've, I found it interesting. Um, when you actually Google the word truth and what it means, uh, it says definition of truth entry, one of two. So right there, oh. it tells you there's multiple versions. How is that? Of the truth. <laughs> there's not one single truth. So uh, number one, it says the body of real things, events, and facts. And then it actually says actuality. So actuality. Uh, and number two, below that, it says the state of being in the case or fact. And then it goes to number B, a judgment proposition or idea that is true or accepted as true. We'll talk about, about it more. Uh, number C, the body of true statements and propositions. Uh, and then it goes down further. It talks about property, um, which in the British version of that, we're not going to get into that. And then number three, uh, sincerity and action, character and utterance. Mm. I'm going to read that again. Sincerity and action, character, and utterance. And I think that was really cool. Um, but it's, it's basically, it boils down to the key words here were what is reality, okay? And then what is factual? And, I, and this is where I struggle with personally 
with when it comes to the truth, right? We've all heard these terms, fact check checkers, mm -hmm. right? If you're not on Facebook, uh, if you've seen it recently, it doesn't matter what you post out there. If, if you type the word coronavirus, you're gonna get a fact check. You're going to get a fact check. You're gonna get one. And the funny thing is, is there is no factual basis to back up their fact check. Nine times out of 10, it just references you to a website or whatever they want you mm -hmm. to believe is factual. So first off, that is what I would, I would attest to everyone is like, be careful, tread lightly when it comes to really understanding what the truth is, the difference between the truth and facts, because right. facts are not necessarily always put in a way that actually speak to the actual truth. Well, it's funny that you say that because I, I went in and got the definition of truth in the Bible. Mm -hmm. So we went Webster's, which is not connected with the Bible. That that would be your worldly worldly source. So the definition of truth in the Bible is truth is in fact. And this is this is this is very odd that they would use this. It's not odd because they wrap it up like this. Truth is in fact a verified or indisputable fact. Mm. Indisputable. Indisputable. In the Bible meaning, we all know that, you know, a lot of people's defense with the Bible is, I don't read the Bible because it was written by man. Mm -hmm. It was written. No, the Bible are the accounts of Jesus Christ given by his disciples. Now, if you take the time to read each book in the Bible, you will get the accounts aren't all the same. Yep. Even though the disciples were there at the same time, which also kind of makes it a little bit more real. It's, it's eerily real because it gives you their vantage point. When they were talking about when, when Jesus fed the multitudes, the stories are different because they were in different places while he was doing it. Yep. So some seen him doing this, but others missed that, but they seen him do something else. Mm -hmm. How's that put like that? Nobody can design a story like that to not be fact. But it, it, it's interesting you brought that up is from their perspective. Their perspective. And in the world, in the worldly view, what we believe to be true is from our perspective. And a lot of times where we try to justify and a fact to be truth because of what we sometimes have a hard time accepting the actual truth. So we therefore we try to shape it or conform it to a level of partial facts of the way we see things to make us feel more comfortable to so for example, you know, if we are struggling with an addiction, we sometimes will downplay that addiction uh -huh. and you could tell me, "Hey brother, you're addicted to this." And I'll say, oh, no, I'm not. I can quit anytime I want. I can quit anytime <laughs> I want to. Because there, it, it's a perception for me that, no, I, I, I'm in denial of the actual facts because you're witnessing it from your perspective mm -hmm. and I'm seeing it from my perspective. Mm -hmm. Whereas the truth is, an addiction is an addiction. Right. But the problem with that is, the problem with us and our facts and truth is we're flawed. Yes. Just like the disciples were. They were still flawed. They weren't they weren't Jesus. They were just his chosen. 
we're still flawed in the fact that reality is still created. So if if I if I tell you about a person that I don't like, and then you meet this person, your natural instinct is to not like them because I've created that reality to them. You, you attach to it because you're still flawed. Yeah. And you and you brought up a good point there because you've shaped the perception. Uh-huh. And that's what happens in the world today. Yeah. Is we're allowing the the shape of our per, uh, perception or perspective to be shaped in the way of the world, not in the way of the word. Mm-hmm. Let me say that again. We are allowing the shape of our perspective to be manipulated and dictated by the ways of the world and not the ways of the word. That's because we, and we still don't believe the word because we conform it, it's fluff. That's why you have so many ministries that are messy. Mm. It's messy ministry. You know how many people just go start a church? Mm-hmm. And, and they start a church with a handful of people, it grows, and this person that started this church just had a license to be a pastor, but when the church grows, now he's a bishop, he's an elder, and he starts bringing in people, and now you got a messy ministry, and all of a sudden, you 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 truly are condemning a, a whole congregation of people to a a a, a messy doctrine, yeah. Because you've conformed it just enough to fill that church up. Yeah, and that's the thing is we water it. Oh, it's water so bad. it down. Yeah. I mean, and I I really it really bothers me that they don't take the word of God at face value uh, in a lot of churches in a lot of ways because of the fact that it's there's things in the Bible that are truth that we just don't want to hear. You know, you've, we've we talked about this before the pre-show, and, and as far as the famous quote of the movie, you know, the truth, you can't handle the truth. Mm-hmm. And that is actually true. I mean, there's a lot of people that cannot physically handle the truth that is in the Word of God. They refuse to, to accept it for what its value is, and they devalue it automatically through their, their perception and through their personal yeah. viewpoint instead of taking it at face value. Well, that not to hurt people's feelings. Um, you can still love somebody who's in the wrong. You can still, you're supposed to love the sinner. Well, yeah. You can still love the sinner, let them know that they're doing wrong, and then have the grace enough to move out of the way and let the Holy Spirit do his job. The prop, the line that the church has created is the beatdown line. Yeah. That's not our job. No, and you brought, and I'm going to reference Ephesians 4, um, and because it speaks to that, uh, verse 15, it says, Instead, speaking in truth and love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. Mm-hmm. And so that's what it's saying is, you know, like you said, when we, when we are, our job is not to convict, right? That's the Holy Spirit's job. Our job is, now, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't speak truth you know, to an issue that somebody's mm. having because God will use us as a vessel in that way sometimes to get the point across. But it, we do it out of a place of love. Yeah. And not as, like you said, a beat down, so to say. But, but in the Bible, it also tells us you can judge thy brother in truth. Absolutely. And people mis, misinterpret the that one word brother because if you, if you dissect it enough and you pull the word brother and how they used it, that meant in likeness in Christ. So that means we we are brothers in Christ. I can say, hey, you are 
you're wrong. You know you're wrong. And you are pretty much gasoline in your underwear for that trip to hell. Mm. But anybody that's not my brother in Christ, I can't judge them. Yeah, I can't. I, I mean, if we take in the Bible at face value, then I'm I'm not supposed to judge anybody that is not like minded in Christ. That's not a, that I don't have a relationship with in Christ, other than trying to get them some help or yeah. counseling. Well, and, and like, we talked about this, you know, the spiritual walk, right? There's mm-hmm. there's a process. It's an ever growing process. But what you said about God's word in Second Timothy verses three, uh, verse sixteen says, all scripture is God-breathed, breathed, and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So that is where the Bible tells us that God's word is from God himself. He breathed, and it is to be used for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training. Towards well, who is that for? That's for the followers of Christ. Right, but unless they're ready to come to Christ. Because mm-hmm. everybody, you know, we sometimes pray for people in situations that God's not ready to remove them from. He's not done working on them in that situation. Oh, yeah. And we just, you, you, will, you know, I'm going to pray you up out of that. You pray them out of a city. You're trying to pray them out of a situation that God's still working on them in. And they're not ready to leave. So at that point, we need (laughs) www.mindourbusiness.org because we haven't been called to that situation. We just invite ourselves in God's movement. Yeah, and a lot of people take the whole Great Commission, uh, which we're doing a a series on the one and inviting your one. Mm -hmm. And we've really been talking about, you know, in the book of John about Jesus and Mm -hmm. how he... uh, reached those that were lost Mm -hmm. and how he grew his kingdom Mm -hmm. one person at a time. Yeah. And like you said, the woman at the well, you know, we talked about that where everyone else, it was, you know, basically shut this woman out and, you know, but God approached her in a, in a viewpoint of love and, and explained to her, you know, corrected her and, and then gave her guidance Mm -hmm. and, but it, like you said, it has to be, it's not, it, we have to love thy neighbor. And that regardless of whether they're righteous or they're lost, that, you know, we, we have to demonstrate love towards one another. And, you know, we can't, like you said, it, it, there's a process there. And God- well, there's discernment from us. Mm. You, do I have the unction from God? Has God- did I did I really get a word from God in prayer? Did I did did I did God send me to this person? Because every person that you know, we talk about Jesus finding that one. He found that one. Nobody brought them to him. Mm-hmm. There's never been a situation where somebody was like, "Hey, Jesus, uh, I know this dude. He's really sick." Other than when they were like, "Hey, somebody dead. Can you come?" And in those situations, he was like, "Yeah, I'll be there when I get there." Yeah. But I'm doing something else. But the ones that he found, nobody, he found them. Mm-hmm. Nobody had to, we, you know what I mean? People minded, they minded their business. There was a discernment on praying for others. And the church has gotten away from that because we got this, we got this calling on us now. The, the, you know, I'm going to, 
I'm going to release you. Who told you to do that? Who told you to do that? Who told you to get in there? Who said that? There's a, there's a position we have to play as believers. And the Holy Spirit works when you're told to go do the job. I think that's when the Holy Spirit works the best for people. Well, there's, I believe that there's multiple interactions that we as Christians have the opportunity to witness. Mm -hmm. And, but not only that, but to share testimony and speak truth to situations out of love. And we just don't know when those opportunities are going to be. But like you said, there has to be a level of discernment. There, there has to be. Because you have to know and feel it in yeah. your spirit when that time is right. Like, yeah. so for example, this morning, um, went to the gas station uh, before service and get my monsters like I always do. And uh, <laughs> not, a, not, a, uh, not a sponsor. No, not a sponsor yet. <laughs> yet. Uh, though uh, Coca-Cola, you're more than welcome to uh, sponsor us. I would love to have a lifetime supply of peach tea. Anyway, go to the gas station, and there's I've been God's been laying on my heart for weeks now, uh, weeks, weeks, weeks about this guy named Bill, and Bill is the cashier at the at the gas station, and the I've been working on filming this video uh, in reference to our one series that we're working on about a way for people to interact with somebody that we perceive as being lost, right? Because actions speak louder than words. Um, so we perceive them to be lost. So therefore, you know, we pray and, and God's laid it on my heart. Like you need to invite, build a church. I'm like, okay, God, like, how do I do this? And then it, the ideas start flowing. Well, you need to do this video and it's going to tie around the one campaign. And it's going to be a testimony for people that are at the church to be, to go out into the world and be the light and test and, and share God's word with them. Okay. Got it. So I go in there and I've got my, my, uh, Gambrel and got my phone and I was walking and I just like pointing it at him. <laughs> wow. I walk over and I go grab my monsters on video and pull them out and he looks at me really weird. I'm like, don't worry, I'll explain it here in a second. <laughs> just walked right by him, walk up to the register. And I was like, Bill, how are you doing? He's like, I'm doing good, how are you? <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm doing great. I just wanted to invite you, take this opportunity and invite you to Join us on Sunday morning at church. I know your Sundays, you're working, but uh, you know God's laid it on my heart that I need to reach out to you. And do you believe that Jesus is your personal Lord and Savior? To my surprise, the answer was yes. Ah, so here I am thinking, where did I go wrong? Like God was very clear to me. Like you need to reach out to Him. You know my perception of things is okay, God, I need to reach out to him because he's lost, mm. right? He knows God is his personal savior. He told me yeah, on video. Yeah. So what we're talking about is, is like we talked about with the truth, the truth may be that yes, he is his accepted Christ as his personal savior, but maybe he is strayed. Maybe he needs to have God is going to use St. Clair Baptist Church as a way to help him grow spiritually. I mean, he's an older guy. I mean, mm -hmm. towards the probably backside half, back half of his life. And, you know, there might be some things that God has a purpose for him yeah. 
that he is not fulfilled. And that is where the truth comes into it. And that's the thing. We have to have that level of discernment as Christians to be able to understand that what we think God wants us to do and what actually is what God wants us to do are two different things. And that goes exactly with what we were talking about in the truth is being able to decipher that. And if we, if I did it from the world perception, mm-hmm. right, of allowing the world to dictate what the truth is, I would have never even approached him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a lost cause. Well, here's 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 what it could be. Maybe, maybe Bill just works on Sunday, and maybe the discernment was God testing the obedience during this great commission to see if you would do it. That's true too. So everybody may not be lost or straight. He might just work Sunday. Bill might go home and have the dopest Bible study in the city. <laughs> but the blessing comes from your obedience. Now you're going to be allowed. See, that's grace. Yeah. That's grace. We can't act outside of that. We don't have it. You know, grace is like strength. If you can't lift 115 pounds, you're not going to lift 115 pounds. If God don't give you the grace to uh, to talk to you in obedience, you can't do it. That may have just opened up a whole nother world in your ministry now. Maybe that was just a test to say, all right, Jason, you done done real good. I'm going to give you something more. Talk to Bill. I just want to see if you do it. Who knows? Bill might show up here and have on a priest collar like, you know, <laughs> hey, I've been waiting for you to invite me. The Lord been telling me you was nervous about inviting people. You didn't know what to do in this one campaign. And we might have one of the biggest deacons walk in here that just works Sunday. Yeah. So it, it, the truth could be that we might find out everybody's just not lost. That's and But the, the discernment and obedience could be the blessing for the people that think we're doing what we should be doing for other people. And we get a lesson out of it. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing of being obedient and mm-hmm. not just th- taking that opportunity and, and casting it aside. Yeah. And like you said, being obedient, that leads to, like I said, but I, I just being as a follower of Christ and doing what he's asked me to do, yep. regardless of what I think the reasoning is behind Absolutely. it. Absolutely. That's the important thing. And that's where the truth mm-hmm. will set you free because honestly, I could have lost sleep over it. You know, I could have been you like, could have. I could have sat there and worried about it, laid in bed, rolled and tossed. Like, how am I going to approach this guy? Like, now, I, is that a blessing? That's not a blessing. Yeah. That's not a blessing at all. Oh, and another thing about that is while we're talking about truth, obedience is truth. Sometimes you might be told to do something and you fighting against it. Yeah. Hey, you need to get out of this relationship. You shouldn't be up all night on your phone like you are. You shouldn't be running around in these bars. You shouldn't be doing the things that you're doing. Without that, obedience is truth. You don't want to hear it. Man, I love this girl. Well, I don't want to leave this girl. She got everything I need, man. You see her, you see her, Jesus? You see what this girl look like? She ain't good for you. You need to leave her. Mm. Obedience is truth. And a lot of times believers have issues with that. Yeah. They well, that's the thing, is because of the sins of our flesh and being in a sinful world, you know, we strive for righteousness, but we will never achieve <laughs> righteousness. <laughs> We are flawed. 
We are, yes. <laughs> and that, that it's in the Bible. I mean, it's very clear. Um, it's, it's a struggle, you know, and that's, that's where the personal relationship with Christ comes into play. Yep. Because he allows us through discernment to decipher the crap that's in the world and the so-called facts yeah. of a situation and, and, and provides light on a dark world and allows us to guide and guides us. Mm-hmm. He's like the beacon, you know, he's the lighthouse in the fog. For sure. You, you know, you're surrounded by fog. You're walking along this road and you see this light and it's in it's glimmer and it's very dim in the beginning, but at the f- closer you get to it, the brighter it gets. Mm-hmm. Very, very same way it applies to our lives. That, you know, it's going to start off as a flicker, and the closer we draw to him and go through those experiences in that walk, the clearer our footsteps are going to be, mm-hmm. and the more the truth is going to be revealed um, and give us the ability to determine <laughs> what is truth and what is not truth. Yeah. That's what, you know, since all this, we've been going through all this stuff, you know, with the pandemic and, you know, people, uh, people debating all the time about the president's and, and, and what's, what's truth and what's not and this and that, you know what? I have been completely silent about that because I got a long time from the Lord in prayer that it, and it's no, it's, you know, in fun, the mind your business.org thing was, that was in fun, but there is a testimony to that because I have simply just minded my business. Mm-hmm. I refuse to have discussions about, uh, you know, this president and that president vaccinated and non-vaccinated uh, mask or no mask. And I have been instructed to mind my business, to make sure that my family minds their business and I've also been instructed that it's going to be worked out in the end. You know, we get so mixed up in this stuff, but we forget the blueprint. We already have the victory. We win. Yeah. Our playbook is a winning playbook. We win. We don't have to figure out, oh, that's the mark of the beast. That's not for us to figure out. What can we do about it? And that's and I've seen that on on that's ridiculous. You know, everybody's talking about the vaccine and and you know the mandate and stuff like that. And I'll be honest with you, it's you're right. It, too many people are putting their perception and perspective yeah. on this whole thing. Just do what's right for you. Yeah. You know, if you are a follower of Christ, if you are following his word and you are leaning on him to make the decision, whether or not it comes down to whether or not you get the vaccine or not, yeah. then you can't go wrong. That's a big problem. You can't go wrong. I, I, I have family members that got vaccinated. I have family members that didn't. I don't care. I have family that voted for Trump. I have some. I don't care. Yeah, and that's the thing. I could care less. Politics is, to me, is evil in just so many ways because it it creates division, not unity. In a system where it's two parties, yeah, I could care less. You're automatically <laughs> put. You're pinning each other. Against, you are. You're, you're you're making people take sides, right? When honestly. We should all be on the same side. Should be. As brothers and sisters in Christ, if we are all following the word of God and really following the truth. We win. 
then we are victorious. <laughs> we are. It's a parable in the Bible. Uh, I was reading. It was. It was. Uh, Jesus was talking to the, the legalistics, and they came to Jesus and they said, "You know what? We, we're going to these people here have they're 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 Ill, they're they're illegal. They have they they shouldn't be working on the Sabbath. Uh, they're illegal. They should be punished." And at that very moment in the Bible, now this happened. We we know in the Bible, this is very this is a long time ago. When they're talking about the law and Jesus, and they're talking to Jesus, and they're telling him the people that are following you are illegal, and we are going to do something about it. And Jesus looks at him and he says, "You know what? You too are illegal. You bake unleavened bread on the Sabbath. You have done it, it, what you're telling me right now that you're going to do to these people on the Sabbath is wrong." These people have a need, and I'm filling their need. I am Lord of your life. He tells them, I'm Lord of your life. I am Lord of this day. And he, he lets them know you have no clue who you are talking to. Mm. I am your Savior. And at that very moment in that parable, I read this maybe 10 years ago, and it just resonated to me that Jesus stepped in between the people and the law a long time ago. He took control of the situation before we needed to be here. <laughs> it's already done. It's done. And that's the thing is we too often try to put ourselves in the mindset of God, the creator. And what I mean by that is we try to figure out what God is going to do. What is he doing? To and this goes back to establishing the facts, right? To put our, to build the perspective to understand the truth and so therefore we can accept it huh. right but the thing is is we are never going to know no it says his ways are not our ways it also says lean not on your own understanding lean not on your own no it did not say that and it also says show thyself approved meaning you need to get your mind right before i can even bless you yeah and so Folks, just understand God's plan for your life and what is going on in the world today. It's all going to be okay. Just live your life. www.mindyourbusiness.org. I love how our not so sponsor ties into it. It ties today. into it. You don't need to worry about it. Let it go. Protect your own four walls. I can guarantee you right now, and I don't say anything that I'm not guilty of. While we so worried about what's going on in the world, I guarantee you our prayer life ain't where it should be. Yeah, I guarantee you our relationship with our Bible is not where it's supposed to be. I guarantee you we're not praying at home with our spouses and our children like we should be. Mm. But we know everything that's going on outside of our four walls. And I can tell you right now, until we get everything in our lives straight, we should not be worried about the presidential debate, vaccines, coronavirus, who being dropped off in America. It has nothing to do with us. Nothing. There's nothing that we can do to change the outcome, right? We, we already achieved victory. Now, with that being said, I mean, it, it, there is a certain level of faith in politicians and government that, you know, we obviously, as parents, mm -hmm. we want to ensure that our kids and the future generations are going to have the same freedoms and liberties and so on and so on that we we have the the pure um, the pure ability to take part in 
um, just by the grace of God, you know? But even that being said, like at the end, we're this world is just a gateway. It is not the end all be all, mm. you know? So we need to focus on what is in the next life and preparing ourselves for the next life mm. and not so much on what's happening in the yeah. world today because well, God's got a plan. Faith ain't changed. Faith ain't changed. You know, a lot of people come to me and say, man, you really extra. You say some stuff in faith that we just don't think could ever happen. And I tell them, I don't need you to think it's going to happen. My faith is my faith. Mm -hmm. Get your own faith. Why are you worried about my faith? I don't need, you know, I don't, I don't even invite people half the time into my faith because I don't want them casting fears on it. Mm. I don't, you, if you're going to speak to me and I'm talking in faith and you don't speak life, I don't talk to you like that. You know, I've had to have a conversation with family members that are very close to me and it hurt me dearly to have that conversation with them. You speak life in my presence or we don't speak because I'm done with that. My season, my, when my seasons change, I accept the progress. Yeah. I don't, I don't change a season in my life without progress. And I'm sure the, the, the Lord has never ordered my steps into negativity. So in, in, in this new season, as I'm going into this new season, if it ain't positive or you ain't speaking life other than a testimony or other than brother, I need to tell you something. Keep it moving. Keep, keep it on moving. Yeah. And it, it's another thing too, uh, when it comes to community, uh, in the body of Christ of being there to support each other. Oh, absolutely. Not in that fact. And, but, but if they come to me and they say, Hey man, uh, I ain't been feeling good. And you know, and I say, all right, well, let's pray. Or do you need to believe what I'm about to pray? We need to believe what we're going to pray together or this don't work. Yeah. You, yeah. Or this don't work. But if you just constantly complaining, ah, Ah, you, you're a faith, you're a believer, and you complain all the time? How does that work? And the Bible is very clear. A mustard seed of faith huh. can move a mountain. Move it. It didn't say, it didn't say rearrange. It said move it. Yeah, so whatever is standing in your way, if you have true faith in God, not of the, this, the things of this world, but a true faith in God. And you declare those promises that he has already written already in his word, and you pray on them and you believe them 100% in your heart, then he is going to move those mountains. Now, it may not happen in your time frame. Never happens in your time frame. But it will happen. His promises never fail. Can and you imagine if, if we had control of when things were... To happen oh man i'd be moving mountains all the time I, i'm not i can honestly tell you even in my spiritual maturity i'm not mature enough for that i uh, know no one no <laughs> one no not yeah, at all we're f too flawed for that. oh my god we're i'm too very flawed. immature in that man I, I i would already be thinking about how good i would be off other than others mm. yeah and it's it's just the truth will set you free. And uh, the only way to escape bondage of sin and the things of this world and the struggles we have in this life is through the word of God. Yeah, well, you got to want to. 
some people are saying, I, I want to be free. But that little voice in the back of the head, like, no, you don't like it. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, too, and we, we've had several conversations about this recently, but God will open a door. Mm -hmm. Right. But we won't walk through it. No. No. He will open a door. Man, that's so, man, dude, that's so good. That's so good. I, I mean, I'm going to be obedient right now. I can guarantee I, there's somebody listening. There's somebody listening right now that's, that needs the words that are about to come out of my mouth. If you are listening to me right now, under the sound of my voice, I'm telling you right now, if God has opened a door for you, you had better run through it right now. God is telling you he is not opening any more doors. You have accepted everything that is going on in your life to be your truth. He is no longer going to open doors that you will not obediently walk through. That's a word for somebody listening right now. Amen. And it is very true. You cannot believe in faith that God is going to continually open doors if you will not walk through them. And the thing is, is we know when those doors are open, the opportunity does, it presents itself very clearly, very clearly. Mm. And we hesitate. Mm. We hesitate. We don't step. We should be running through those doors. Should be running through them. We should be running through those doors with joy and happiness and rejoice and, and worship. But we're not. We don't. Yeah. We hesitate. We we sit back and we say, you know, okay, God, you know that that that's that door. You know, it's got somewhat of what I want in it, but that's really not no. what I want. I want you to open this door. No, 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 no. You know, and no, God's no, no. sitting there saying, "Look, this door is going to lead to that door, but you have to step out in faith. Got to do it like I say. You got to walk through it." You got to walk. You got to run through it. Yeah. And, and you know, we, I, st I, st I stopped waiting. I stopped letting myself get in the way a long time ago. But I have conversations with people that, that do that. And, and I, and I tell them, you know, as long as you, as long as you allow the enemy to keep you at bay, more enemies will show up. And, and we know better. If you if you're a if you're a believer that knows better, and you continue to live the way you do, it's only gonna get worse. It's gonna get worse because you know better. Stop living in lack. Stop living outside of the promises of God because you're enjoying what you have created to be your truth. Let me, yeah. And speaking of truth, and uh, I'll, sh I'll share this is something that I've struggled with is God, when it comes to doors and God opening doors, is trying to force open a door that's never meant to be open. Mm. And uh, I'll I'll share a little bit, you know, with my my job. 
been with the company, you know, I came out of the military, had achieved, you know, in my mind, a successful career because I had worked very hard to get where I ended up being. It took me 15 years, you know, and I, I took a step of faith by stepping away from that, stepping away from not only the financial side of it, the mm-hmm. stability that was there, um, but also stepping away from 15 years of, of hard work and effort into a career that I had built. Right. And stepping out into a new role, a new company with less pay in, you know, into what I perceive to be less pay come to find out God is good. <laughs> right. All the time. Because I, I had to make that decision and it came down to, you know, I, and I struggle with it. I'm like, God, why are you opening this door now? When, if I ride this out for five more years, then I have this. But you know what he told me? He said, what is going to happen if you make the decision to stay over that next five years? He said, you're going to set yourself back 15 years. Mm. He said, because what I have for you going through this door now Mm. is going to set you up for the next 25 to 30 years for the rest of your life. My, my, my. So I did have a decision to make. No, you didn't. But it was already it was already decided. You didn't. <laughs> you thought you did. <laughs> but you know, God has been good. And and I've like but again, I I I have struggled with, you know, God opening the next door. Like, okay, God, you told me this door is going to mm. lead to this. You know, where where are we going here? You know, I'm waiting on this next door to open and it hasn't opened, and I and it, I actually I have to say, you know, there was a time about a year and a half ago where I tried to force that door. You know, there was an opportunity of another position that came open, and I applied for it, and I made it very well known that hey, I want this, and God was like, nope, nope, that's not it. But here's what people need to understand: is no matter where you're at and what occupation that you're living in in this world. You have to understand one thing is that people do not promote you. People do not have control over your life. That is ultimately decided for God. He has the ultimate control. And if you believe that where there's a will, there's a way, God is the way, he will always provide. He will always provide. So if you're struggling with your career, and it's not going the direction that you think it should be going, and you are contemplating a career change or you know, financial struggles, whatever the case may be, again, just know that it, God has a reason and a purpose for every season. And when he opens a new door, mm-hmm. you need to run through it. Run through it. Do not stay where you're at because that is not God's plan for you. He wants to prosper you, prosper you. He wants to bless you. He wants to give you mm. everything that your heart desires, but you have to be willing to go through There's that. work you got to put in and understanding who you are as a child of the most high God. I have over the past five years came to the realization that I am special that my name is written in the palm of the Lord 
Absolutely. Also understanding that if I want it, I can have it if I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do in accordance to the kingdom. Yep. I was, you know, when I when I started this business, and, and big shout out to my homie. I don't know if he's watching Rodney. Big shout out to Rodney. He's been, you know, he's a really inspirational person. Mm. Very you know, very, I, I won't say, I won't say spiritual, but he's just inspired by helping people. Yeah. That's his whole, that's the reason he does anything. He does everything for everybody else. If he does anything, it's not for him. It's not for his gain. And, and just sitting back and watching him, I've known him for, I've known him for a while now. And how he interacts with the kids that he trains, how he interacts with my son. Nothing he does is for himself. And because of that, he has been immensely blessed. Absolutely. Immensely blessed. So he's like, hey, man, I prayed on this situation. And every time I try to go start this thing, the God is telling me, hey, man, me and you need to build this thing together. And I was like, man, I've never started. I've never been a part of a business. I'm not a business owner type. I just like going to work. I just want to go work, man. Figure it out. Then I thought, wait a second. If God is confirming something through him and I already know who I am, of course I'm about to take this. not even a leap of faith. This is God handing me a business. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to do it. Also, I'm sitting here. I, I, de- I, I, can, I can honestly tell you it's going to be successful because God got his hands on it. It's going to move wherever I want it to move. You've already seen it, man. I've seen it already. It's working. And to the people that are listening, I can decree and declare right now in your life, if you believe in your heart that God is going to do it, it's already done. Speak it out of your mouth. Speak it out loud. Lord, I want out of this house. I want a new one. Lord, I need my bank account to be where I need it to be. Lord, I need you to protect and save my children. Lord, I need a better education for my kids. Lord, I'm worried about my husband. He needs to, I need him to be blessed at all times. Lord, cover my house. Speak it out of your belly. Don't just think it, but don't take it to somebody else because you can say it on your own. Why would God send somebody to do for you what you can do for yourself? He has given you the glory to do it on your own. Amen. Why would he send, why would he send Jason to, why would I send him to speak in my behalf when I know I can go to God myself? When I can go to the altar and get it done myself? And if I know I'm going to go up there and I'm going to leave everything up there, I'm going to tell Jason, come on, man. We just talked a week ago. Let's go up here to the altar and let's leave it up here. And when we get up, let's get up rejoicing. Let's leave it there. Amen. To somebody listening right now, speak it out of your belly right now. I feel like going to church. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Speak it out of your belly right now as you listen to it. Whatever it is that you, whatever it is you need in your life, clarity, healing. You need chains broken. Speak it out of your mouth. Don't just think it. Speak it right now out of your mouth in the name of Jesus. Amen. This podcast is a Christian podcast, and I know we come in here to debate on things that are going on. But if the Lord sends a ripple through my soul, I'm going to cast it out to you. Thank you, Holy Ghost. There's somebody listening right now that needs a healing, and you can get it right now in the name of Jesus if you speak it out of your belly. Speak it out of your belly right now in the name of Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jason. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't speak it out of your belly right mm. now. 
There's there's chains being broken right now. Speak it out of your belly. There's a demon being cast right now. Whatever you woke up with, you're going to leave it right now. You're not going to wake up with it then in the morning. You're going to leave it overnight. It's going to leave your house right now. There's somebody's children that are sick right now. In the name of Jesus, I command you to go. There's somebody having blood pressure problems right now. In the name of Jesus, I command your blood pressure to regulate in the presence of God right now. I command everybody's spine to straighten and act the way God intended it to in the name of Jesus right now. There's somebody right now that's struggling with their job and they don't know where their next finances are coming from. I declare and I decree that your rent is paid in the name of Jesus right now. Where there's a will, there is a way. Holy Ghost, thank you, Holy Ghost. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Somebody is coming out of their shell right now in the name of Jesus. Right now in their living room, somebody's coming out of their shell. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Somebody is being delivered as we speak right now. Speak it out of your belly. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Somebody's being delivered. You got to speak it out of your belly. Prepare for the truth. Not only is the truth can shame you, it can take you down, but that same truth can lift you up right now. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That same truth can deliver you and bring you out of the bondage that you are in right now. No longer will you live in the chains and shackle of the enemy. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You are the free. You are delivered right now. Cast those demons out of your house right now, but you got to speak it out of your belly. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Mm. Man. Mm. Man, that's good. That is good. Man. If you want it, you can have it. Ladies and gentlemen, the spirit of the Holy Spirit mm. just delivered a message. If you stop living the way you are living, speak it out of your belly. No more living that way. Stop living that way. You were not intended. You were not created to live this way. Let God's truth deliver you. Mm. Accept it. It is what it is. I'm going to reference John 6. God just brought this verse to mind here. John 6, verses, verse, chapter 6, verse 63. The Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of the Spirit in life. Mm. And that, ladies and gentlemen... Is truth. There it is. That is truth that cannot be denied. Mm. It is written. It is fact. Undisputed. Undisputed. And wow. Rufus, thank you for sharing that. And I really, I know, I already know. That you touch the heart of somebody that is listening right Somebody's now. Somebody's being delivered. And that it may not be today. It may not be tomorrow. But there's going to be somebody that listens to this episode. And their life is going to be changed there's, because of you, there's, brother. There's an awakening. We yeah. are in harvest season, people. Yeah. And I just want to say this. Uh, what he was talking about, the truth will set you free. There is things in this world that if you allow them to, to have control over your life, if you allow them to be number one, if they're first place instead of God, you, you, need, you need to get right. You need to get right with the Lord. 
you need to pray, you need to repent, you need to get your priorities straight. Because God cannot bless you to the fullest extent that he wants to bless you until you do, until you get your, your priorities straight. He has to be number one. Yeah. He has to be number one and you have to live it out and you have to be obedient and don't ever apologize, Rufus, for what you just did, brother. Because well, I, I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt anything. Oh, but man. I, you know, and the reason I say speak it out of your belly, I said it earlier. Life and death is of the power of the tongue. Amen. Life and death, and if you want life abundantly, and I want to be very clear about that word, abundance only means available. Yeah. It doesn't mean more abundantly means it is there for you to have it if you speak it and then you live according to the word it's very simple and when we were talking about god always provides in john chapter 6 verse 35 the whole book of john uh it has a lot yes, of it's powerful lot of scripture from jesus himself and he then declared in verse 35 i am the bread of life whoever comes to me will never go hungry and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty mm -hmm. so there it is folks that is the truth whatever you're going through in your life understand that it is not the end nope. that this is just the beginning and the truth is no matter what is being said on social media what is being said on the political side of the spectrum that you stand on no matter what is being done in your social circles or in your family, that ultimately, if you put God first, he's going to bless you in amazing ways. And he's going, you're going to live life to the fullest extent yeah. possible and prepare yourself for the everlasting life mm -hmm. that he has in store for you in heaven. Yeah. And that ultimately is what the day I look forward to. Oh, yeah. Is oh, yeah. the day that we go home to be with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and to just an amazing day. And that's going to be something that we I rejoice for every day. And continued, again, just praise God. Words have power. We've talked about yep. that. If you haven't listened to that episode, please go back and listen to that. Yep. Yep. Uh, words have power. And what you speak over your life, over your kids, over your family, those are the things that are going to means a great deal come to fruition. Yeah. So uh, we just encourage you guys to stand firm in your faith, to decipher the truth, the real truth of the word of God and grow deeper in your relationship with him. Allow him to be the light of your life and in your heart and declare his promises that are written in his word over your life. And we encourage all of you to not worry about the things that are going on in this world right no. now. We can't control it anyway. We can't control it. Just just do you. That's right. Do you. But but get in that word, man. I'm telling you. Get in your Bibles. You wanna you wanna see change in your life? You wanna protect your household? Get in your Bible. I, I encourage everybody that's listening to go to Psalms 91. Psalms 91 and just start reading. 
It'll it'll make a world of difference to you to you in about ten minutes. Go to Psalms ninety one. Protect your household. Protect 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 everything around you. Um, we're in trying times, but not trying as um as we would think they are. Some of the stuff that we worried about is not going to touch us. Go to Psalms ninety one. You read that. I encourage you to read every night. I read every night. And protect yourself. Armor yourself with God's word. Yeah, put on the armor of God. Put it on. Uh, I do want to. I want to close out with this. um, Speaking of truth, in John chapter four, verse twenty-three, one of my favorite verses. Yet a time is coming, and has now come, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. We're going to do another episode in the future here talking about this topic. Uh, It's been laid on my heart about what worship really is. And I'll give you a preview of this. Worship is a lifestyle, folks. It is not a single act. It is not a song. It is not a dance. It is not a ritual. It is a lifestyle. And in the future episode, we're going to dig into this and it specifically is wrapped around this verse, but God is very clear that the time is coming and it has now come. Yeah, it's here. It's here. Not just today, but tomorrow as well. When the truth will be revealed and those that truly are worshipers of Lord the Father and not of the things of this world are going to be revealed. And those are the kinds of worshipers that the Father is seeking. So my encouragement to you as we close out this episode is to worship in spirit and truth. We we had a very great uh, example of the Lord being present this evening in the podcast and speaking truth and through the spirit of obedience of Rufus and him uh, being a vessel Mm -hmm. and through those moments I love those moments those moments are are just so pure uh, because you really really can tell when it's the Holy Spirit yeah and when it's Rufus and I'm gonna ask you a question you remember anything you just said that's how you know and I'm like tired now I know right (laughs) I'm exhausted it's draining man but this, this is the thing, and I've said this over and over again. I know when the Holy Spirit is using me as a vessel because I do not recall or recollect anything I said. I have to go back and literally watch the tape. Yeah, I'll go back to this and... And listen to it, right? I just hope that, I hope whoever needed it got it. But yeah, it's, you know. it's again, it's, it's that type of truth that needs to be spoken. It's that type of truth that needs to be heard because that is the one and only truth of God is in his word. And everything Rufus said, I was listening very intently. Everything he said is founded on that foundation of faith and in the word of God, because I know who he is as a person and as a follower of Christ and uh, as a brother in Christ, man. And I'm telling you, uh, he he brought it, and that was awesome. I, uh, and I I definitely will go back and listen to it again. Uh, yeah, I'm, so. I'm I'm hoping to. I just just you know, people just just be in the word, man. Be prayer, get in your prayer life, be in the word. It, it's it's the only way, man. 
It's the only way. You'll find you'll find out a lot about yourself, and you'll love how you feel after you do it. It's like putting on a brand new pair of pants that fit, and that's a great feeling. Yep. So. Yep. So again, thank you for listening to the Unified Christian Podcast. Uh, in today's episode, the truth will set you free. We do pray that each of our listeners, that uh, God would prosper you and that he would bless you in amazing ways to be a blessing in the world today and that we would come together as a body of Christ and be unified in the one truth of Jesus Christ and his word. And we thank you guys for tuning in and listening. You can check us out again on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Instagram. We're out there. uh, Share God's word and speak truth to the issues at hand. And again, from our not so sponsored www.mindyourbusiness.org. You guys take care. Have a great week, and we will see you next time. Unified Christian Podcast is a production of Unified Christian Media. For more information, please visit www.anchor.fm slash unified-christian-podcast. You can also follow Unified Christian Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch. Thanks for listening.